0: I'm Evan and I'm Kennedy and you're listening to the ins and outs of therapy today we're going to be discussing the methods
1: stereotypes and impacts of therapy before we dive right in consider whether or not therapy might be beneficial for you we're going to ask you the same question at the end of the podcast
0: anxiety and depression are a growing concern in the United States a lot of people turn to
1: therapy to balance their emotions we asked some people about their experience with therapy and this is what they had to say
2: i Melissa Cox. I am the art teacher here at Henley. I'm going to talk a little bit about my experiences with therapy. Um, about two years ago, I was diagnosed with severe anxiety and depression, and I currently go to therapy twice a month. <clears throat> it really helps me deal with a lot of the negative self-talk, as well as learning some coping skills on how to deal with that.
1: Here is some insight from a teenager.
2: I'm Phoebe Strazzulo and I'm a Henley Middle School 8th grader. Great.
0: Um, so have you ever had any session experiences with therapy or ever felt the need to go to therapy? If so, can you speak out on your experiences? So, yes, I have had to go to therapy before. <laughs> it was this past year I think I've been going because of um, bad anxiety and depression. How did therapies affect you with your mental health? I think it's... <clears throat> affected me positively because um I it was a hard struggle last year I think it was like exact like a little over a year since I started and it's it's really helped me because like I've gotten out of this like dark hole and I like found out more about my like self that I knew subconsciously that never really came to myself and I'm like whoa
2: like I know this about me now from like doing this
0: Then we asked them who they thought, quote-unquote, should go to therapy.
2: Uh, I think therapy, for me, um, is really for everyone, anyone that needs help guiding through emotions from day-to-day stress or anything that comes up in their life. Um, I don't think you have to be diagnosed with a mental illness to actively go to therapy. I think therapy is important for anyone who needs help navigating through their emotions feelings and to help build coping skills when dealing with those emotions
1: here is a point of view of a licensed clinical social worker
2: hi can
3: you please introduce yourself sure my name is sarah lewis i'm a licensed clinical social worker i have an undergraduate in psychology and a master's in social work and um i am in private practice i have a specialty in children and adolescents, and also in childhood trauma. I think therapy is actually designed and best mm-hmm. used when people are pretty healthy and feel pretty good, and just want to do personal growth work um, and improve their coping mechanisms in general. Um, I think when people are in crisis, the unfortunate part is they come in in such um, kind of desperate place. You know, such a desperate place that. The focus of therapy is to get them back to just their baseline, not so much make any big improvement. Um, Now you can certainly come into therapy in a crisis place, get back to your baseline, and make improvement. It just takes longer than if you come in at a at a kind of a decent, happy place. I found this
1: actually be really really interesting. I never really thought of therapy in the sense that healthy people should go to therapy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean I've grown up with a
0: therapists and mom, so I've yeah. always it's always been an option for me, but I think definitely in a lot of in a lot of households it's really not an option and it's looked at for really only people who are messed up or like they have
1: problems, which is not true yeah, at all. That's a completely a stereotype that I see. Yeah. Also another thing that I kind of considered lately, um, while working on this project actually, is that you're never gonna know if you might be mentally unstable or could benefit from therapy unless you go to therapy. There are plenty of mental illnesses out there, and you'll never be diagnosed unless you go to therapy. The right, exactly.
0: Yeah. And th- I think the sad thing is, is that a lot of times, people only go to therapy when something really, really bad happens, or, like, let's say, like, someone has a psychotic break, or they lose a little bit of a touch with reality. Yeah. And um, here are some techniques that our interviewed clinical social worker Sarah Lewis gave us.
3: So... Um, so essentially the way I was trained is to, to view a person as a whole. So I, I see um, not only the person and whatever their symptomology is or their pathology that's happening at the time, but also their strengths um, and also kind of the way that they um, view the world, but also the way they fit into the world. Mm-hmm. So their family, kind of a person in a very big whole picture. And so that's my first step basically. Um, And that's very kind of social work-esque. But I do use different interventions. I use um, play therapy, um, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, cognitive techniques. Um, I do something that's specialized for trauma called EMDR, um, which helps, which currently is probably the number one trauma treatment that we have for folks that not only helps uh, trauma survivors Mm -hmm. recognize Symptomology, but it actually is one of the few interventions we know of that decreases the central nervous system response to triggers of trauma.
0: And I don't know about you, but after listening to that and like after being in that interview, I just I realized that I I've actually used a lot of those things. I've used meditation. I've done breathing exercises. I've done EMDR. You know, I don't have severe anxiety, but I definitely I mean I've had to deal with it for the past two years, and it's really beneficial when I feel like I can't get through something.
1: Yeah. Um. I've actually used some of these too. Everyone um, is going to go through times when they're anxious or they feel stressed and using one of these methods can be really really beneficial to your emotional health. Um, To all you guys out there, try these and change is good. And using these could really, really help you calm down in some senses. Right. And one thing is,
0: I mean, like talking from us too, we are teenagers. So I feel like now is the time when everyone starts to experience this and it's like an overload of hormones and everyone's like dealing with their own problems. So I feel like now is the time to really try to get into your mental health because I mean,
1: now is the time that we try to take care of our bodies, but you need to take care of your minds also. Yeah. And the earlier you get into the habit of really taking care of your mind as well as your body, the better um, you will be able to take care of yourself as you right. get older. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on, I think that one of the biggest issues with therapy is the negative connotation or stigma that the word therapy carries with it. So we talked to Ms. Cox about this possible stigma, and here was her reply.
2: I think there is a lot of negative stigma when it comes to therapy. Unfortunately, in our society, people who actively go to therapy are looked at as having something wrong with them, being less than, and even in some instances, looked at as being crazy. Um, I think mental illness is often misunderstood. And sadly, in our society, I think we have a tendency to fear or judge things that we don't understand.
1: Also, another one of the biggest things preventing people from going to therapy um, are the barriers around maybe access to therapy. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that as well.
2: I do believe there are many barriers that prevent people or even teens from receiving therapy and those... Barriers depend on the individual, for example, insurance, affordability, transportation, scheduling, and especially for teens, their parent or guardian support. Sadly, I once had a student tell me that they really wanted to go to therapy, and when they talked to their parents or guardians about it, their parents told them that there was nothing wrong with them and that they didn't need to go to therapy. So, I really think those situations come into play
1: and adding to what miss Cox said, um Kennedy and I actually both have a friend who has expressed that she thinks that it would be beneficial for her to go to therapy, however, her parents don't necessarily support that option right It's really sad to see because personally i actually
0: i have I live in a really positive household when it comes to you know, therapy and access to things. Like, I yeah. would never be turned away, which I'm very thankful for. But it's so shocking to see that certain households are so strict about something as much as just, like, your health. You know, like, our friend wants to go to talk to someone about, you know, some anxiety and even, some like, a lot of social anxiety.
1: And some issues with your parents, which actually may be um, part of the reason why she can't express fully why she wants to go to therapy. Exactly. That is definitely yeah. a boundary that I see. Um...
0: Right, and it's not only just like shooting someone down, but to say to kind of deny them and say, you know, like you don't have this, like you're, you're too you young. don't have issues, you're too young to really like know what you're doing or know how to it, right, and just denying the per- like someone of even like thinking they know themselves, which is I think exactly. really hard. Yeah.
1: So I I felt like I really wanted to help, um, her out with this issue, but it's really hard for I think you and me both. Right. Yeah. To help in this way because we really need. Her parents are the ones who, at Need this to point, accept her. Yeah, yeah. We have to accept that she wants this help. So I think that's one of the boundaries. And one
0: thing that I don't like that we can't express enough to you guys is that it, there's nothing shameful whatsoever about going to therapy.
1: Absolutely not. Um, as humans, we cannot control all of our feelings all the time. And actually, some feelings you have may be inherited so, there's absolutely no shame in going to therapy. So, I hope you guys learned something. We definitely did. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially with working with this project. <laughs> yes. We really learned a lot.
0: Um. So, we hope you guys learned something. Maybe you guys have a different insight. Maybe you had th- thinking of yourself or a friend that maybe needs to go talk to someone. And, again, it's not ever a bad thing. Um. So, we're just going to hop
1: back on to our rhetorical question of the day yes so so, like we asked at the beginning we're gonna ask you again and see if your mind has changed after listening to this podcast so um consider whether or not therapy may be beneficial for you um that is something i we we really want you guys to think about because hopefully this podcast made you think about yourself in terms of therapy and your own mental health right and i think it's not like i mean it is but also it's something
0: where it doesn't have to be like every week or every Monday you know like personally I have been nervous about certain things and I've gone talk to someone just like before maybe or beforehand like a couple days before just so I can kind of calm myself down so I hope you guys can think of something maybe or have a different insight but thank you guys so much for listening thank you all right bye